ladies and gentlemen, you know what this time is. Welcome to Podcast Zoysia. I am your host today, Bell Time Seb. To the right of me, I have Mr. Gene Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next to him, the one and only, the head of the table, Gabe Ritchie. Hello. And the one that we didn't see coming this week, an Uso, an Uso himself, Mr. Solo Dave (laughs) No, Big Dave Uso, here, here in the chat. Gentlemen, I have to set the record straight, because this week was very newsworthy on the AEW side. Super, super, super newsworthy. I'm talking like WrestleMania levels of newsworthy. But Mm. everybody doesn't have their information right. All the media people, we already know they're kind of goofy. Some people reporting bullshit here. Some people reporting bullshit there. I have all the right stuff from all the right sources. And we need to just go over what happened this week. He was the chair that got thrown. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out A Steel, right? He was the chair. All right, so for all those listening this week, a situation happened after the AEW pay-per-view All Out. They had a post-media scrum, which I've mentioned before on this podcast. It, it's basically just a, an after show. Um, it's like press a press conference. Press conference, press conference. Yeah. yeah. And CM Punk went out there and basically ripped on a lot of people, and this wasn't part of the show. He He voiced a lot of his opinion and just went off. Here's my stance on all this, all right? So I'm going to say Cody may have been right, and we may be starting to see why he fell out with the elite and ultimately left AEW to begin with. Now, WWE dick suckers, let me make something really clear because you guys are quick to say, I knew Punk was trouble, and now I say, I see why WWE let him go. Triple H was right. What happened with Punk in 2013 with WWE has nothing to do with what's going on now. Let me just make you clear. People like to judge everyone and speak when they don't have any facts. I'm going to be honest with you. Punk was right in this situation. Not completely right. Not 100%. I'll get into that. But but everything he said at this press conference was, was spot on. The only thing that he was wrong about pretty much is the way he went about everything and how he feels. Dude screwed kind of all out thunder by doing this right after the show. And he kind of embarrassed Tony Khan. But like I said, everything he said was a thousand percent correct. Let's 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 get it all together here. Let's let let's all put each other in his shoes real quick. All right. You get to AEW, you cause no trouble for the company upon arrival, and they just got your love of wrestling, professional wrestling back. The passion. You do your job and you put way more eyes on the product than was already there. You work your way up the card and boom, you get in a feud with a relatively young talent in Hangman Page. You don't know this guy, but you're willing to work. Now, I know at this time, Hangman was probably frustrated about his title reign. He was very vocal about it at the time, but he did not have to take it out on Punk. You're Punk, you're in this feud, and you're booked to go over. We all know this. May 25th comes around, and you two are going to face off soon at the pay-per-view. And in a promo, Hangman goes off script, and Hangman brings up Colt Cabana in front of your face, which is already a touchy subject for Punk, personally. There's that. 
And Hangman knew this. People are saying Hangman did a shoot on Punk on national TV because he was mad about Punk's presence because it was causing Colt Cabana to get less TV time on top of his booking frustrations. And to me, that feels kind of childish. Uh, Punk has nothing to do with that. He uh, He's already stated, I had my stuff with, with Colt Cabana before. I'm coming here to work. That guy, I have nothing to do with that guy. So now Punk is thinking, all right, so this guy, Adam Hangman Page, is clearly an airhead. He airs out my personal shit on TV, but I'm going to do business. We're going to do this title match, and I'll deal with it later. Punk brings this up with management first, EVPs, and company, and they don't do anything about it, I, I guess. Boom. Fast forward, Punk wins the title from Hangman. When he comes back, he says to himself, okay, nah, fuck this guy. He wanted to call me out on TV. It's time for payback. I'm not going out like that. Now, I'm not a person of fight fire with fire, but I get, <laughs> I get what he was feeling in this moment. So he goes on TV, he goes into business for himself, and he calls Hangman out, to which, of course, Hangman never came out. Then Punk calls him a coward, and then later in the promo says something along the lines of, a bit of advice, your apology to me should be as public as you made your comments. Then he focuses on John Moxley, blah, blah, blah. We all know how that went. So Hangman doesn't respond to any of this, right? But we now land on August 17th, GalaxyCon. It's some random event. I don't even know what this event is. But he goes in an interview and he says verbatim, oh boy, I don't know. I'm stubborn. I don't take advice. It's a good question. And that's probably the honest answer. I listen to when people say things, but very rarely do I listen hard. I was part of the movement that created the entire company and I'm a world champion. I don't know that I need their advice. I'll certainly listen, but there's something to be said about trial and error and doing it on your own. I take more pride in that. I love Hangman. I'm a Hangman Mark. You can ax Gabe. But that's just a dumb, stubborn, cocky thing to say. Facts. Hangman is talented, but he's acting like a brat. And then to make it worse, wrapping back around here, the EVPs of the company, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, play favorites and defend their boy for all his actions. And Hangman gets no repercussions from anybody at all. Regardless of the relationship you have, I get it, it's your friend, you're executives of a company. Do your job. It, 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 I, I don't understand. Even Jim Cornette, someone who I think is a harsh critic and usually I never agree with, said recently, if Cabana was the reason Paige decided to go off script, he should have been fired or sent home for being unprofessional, period. And I 1000% agree. You think he should, you think Hangman, for saying what he said, should be fired or sent home not fired. Not I don't know about said. fired fired's a little aggressive but there should have been some action Jim Cornette is speaking on this situation because it's anti-Bucks and it's anti-Kenny and For sure. those are yeah. his number one I, rivals in the wrestling absolutely. business so of course he would have this to say absolutely. hold on though hold on Seth if I can interject real quick go ahead like you given all these facts now from a comment, like let's 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 put our shoes into like a, a person who ain't like really deep how we are deep. Like we will deep dive and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Coming to a person that just watches wrestling to watch wrestling. Let's put ourselves in that shoes. So now like you coming up with all this, all the facts behind the, the true events. At first, like before I even deep dive before, like that's why I'm glad I got you, like you guys and my son, because y'all deep dived and y'all and like you said, like you really went in. 
like now when you piece all the puzzles together, like some of that stuff when you're sitting there watching these promos and stuff, and like you see when CM Punk came out that time before he fought John Moxley the week before that, and he sat in the middle of the ring and said, Hangman, come out. I was lost. And I was like totally on Hangman's side at first. Like, why is he even coming at Hangman? Yeah. Like, like, what's up with you, bro? Mm. Like, what's up? So yep. now that you're bringing that all this other stuff, and then like when we talked about it last night in the um the group chat, I'm sitting there like, yeah, I totally agree with CM Punk after seeing that. Like, yo, what the fuck, man? Why, why, like, I'm not coming at you like that. Like, why are you really like? I can really do CM Punk 2013, but I'm not. I'm sitting here seeing a Punk AEW. I'm new to this. Like, why? Like, now that you come with all the facts and stuff, you're sitting there like, yo, what the fuck, Hangman? Like, really? And then the whole, I didn't even know he had beef with Coke Cabana like that. So when he mentioned, now when you're going back watching that promo, when he mentioned Coke Cabana, and I'm like seeing a punk, like, randomly, like, really? For real? That's what we're doing? Like, I could easily just come out and talk about how you suck mentally. Like, you're not meant for this. Like, you're an undercard. But I didn't mention none of that. So, go ahead, continue, continue. I just wanted to let's sit there and, like, for people that don't understand, like. Before, well, hold on. Before I continue, Gabe wanted it looked like Gabe wanted to say something. Thanks. I agree with Eugene a hundred percent. And that leads into a criticism I had written down for later on, which is AW, whether they, these are shoots or not, they do a lot. And this is a criticism I've heard before. Mm-hmm. You you got guys going Gene, you're saying, Oh, I didn't know about this, I didn't know about that, nor should you, because at the end of the day, it's a television show. You should know what's backstage. going on. And there's exactly Seb, it should this stuff should be staying backstage there shouldn't be so much uh exactly. blending of backstage drama into the television because it it hurts it in the long run it, it reminds me it of does. wcw and you know wwe is just now getting good but it hasn't been good over the past few years oh, thing i'll say few is, years. <laughs> no matter no matter what this shit very rarely would ever happen on wwe television they've always had structure. Cognitive, Even- yeah you have a cognitive story that you can follow this is all over the place. I'll let you continue, though. Um, to even add to all that, right? I, I mentioned Jim Cornette. Chris Jericho in the same media scrum, he said one of the biggest talking points of the backstage talent meeting that they had was for guys to stop going into business for themselves. They will ruin a great thing that was built because they want to be selfish. And that's pretty, he said he wasn't going to name no names. But he mentioned like guys saying pussy on TV. I guess he was talking about Jungle Boy. Um, and even this situation, like Hangman going off script on Punk on that May 25th edition of Dynamite. The people in power at AEW, the EVPs and Tony Khan, they did not do their jobs in the situation, which is why I said Cody probably knew these guys were like this and saw the writing on the wall, to be honest. Because this is, honestly, if you ask me, this is high school type of behavior. Oh, yeah, it really um, is. But now, finally, to, to wrap up my my long-winded point here. Um, we get to the media scrum after All Out this weekend. Again, we're still in punk shoes here. You just won the AEW championship. And then you see this reporter who is good friends with Coke Cabana. Now, Punk did not have to bring up the situation at all. But this reporter being there clearly set him off. Yeah, that that was hilarious. That that was like that made the whole that made the whole press conference. My bad, sir. That just made the press conference. Right <laughs> you get in the scrub. He tells all on the Coke Cabana situation and why he doesn't fuck with him. He talks about how much of an idiot and a child Hangman Page is, and then he aired out the elite and the EVPs of the company on their bullshit and their negligence. So 
with all that, the only thing Punk is wrong for, like I said, is his approach. But honestly, I cannot be mad at this guy for this situation. Should he get punished for his outburst? Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. He needs time to cool off. But Hangman also should get in trouble too. Because had he not gone out there and went into business for himself also, like this, this wouldn't be happening at all. He shouldn't mention Punk's personal shit on TV. All that stuff, like mm-hmm, you said, Gabe, mm-hmm. should be backstage. So he should definitely get punished for that. He low-key got off way too easy. And if I'm Tony, I'm suspending Punk, I'm suspending Hangman, and I'm either relieving the EVPs of their mm-hmm. duties or I'm giving them a warning because no, nah, you can't, you can't hold on, Seb. You can't suspend, especially not. No, he has like it's a it's a it's a it's a touchy subject, not that touchy, but I'm not suspending both talents, but a fine, maybe, yeah, a fine, but yo, like I said in the, the text, like this 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 whole scenario, this whole thing that's happening backstage, it's kind of good for the business, even though you said it fucked up the pay-per-view, taking the eyes off the pay- This made it better for AEW because now their viewership for the next couple of months, probably the next couple of weeks, big time, everybody wants to know what's going to happen. Everybody's going to glue to the TV just that's to see true, this stuff doesn't what's last, though. This it, is what I mean with the last. WCW. That was WCW's approach. Like, this just that, doesn't not doing it all the time, last. but yo, your, yeah, yo know, how but you build from it, it's going to be... It's, it's, it's crucial. If now. it's real beef, it's real beef. It, it's just it, on a, it's better to not have it at all. It makes them look bad too. And so, like, what did re- refresh my memory? Sub, what exactly yeah. did Hangman say on live TV to start all of this about Cole Cabana? He mentioned it was basically like, I I think you remember this promo. Hangman was Probably. like, I'm doing this for all the workers in the back. Blah blah blah. It was something about workers' rights here and there. He even and, said your own friend or some shit like that. He, yeah, he, he kind of said your own friend, like you, you, you put down or some shit like that. Yeah, he said something along those lines. He didn't mention Colt verbatim, but CM Punk took that personally because it's like, why are you even mentioning? Yeah, but like, that, here's my thing. I, it's like sunny days, the break. I disagree. You know Nobody really understands it, but the people that were there. I don't think Hangman should get. If you were gonna punish him, you had to punish him in that moment. Otherwise. Yeah. This is CM Punk. Like, this is a massive story because CM Punk went off and was belligerent in a press conference. And he made, did go off. Made it all he, about him. I know he's like, "Oh, make your apology public," like your disrespect was. But CM Punk also already got back with his promo, like Hangman's not here today. He's a that's pussy, true. Blah, blah, blah. And now he wants to go in there and do it again because Hangman didn't get punished or something. It's like, bro, you're the world champion. You're the richest man in the company. What are you complaining about? Hangman had a bullshit title run, which was bullshit to him. I understand being frustrated. Should he have made that promo? No. Back to my point. Can't. I don't like. There's been too much blending of the real world. Uh, but CM Punk got the title very quickly after coming into this company, and got hurt, and then got the title right back. Like he should be happy with his standing yeah. in the company right now. That's, uh, that's the one thing I, I, I agree with you on. Punk, no matter what happens, he easily, easily could have like kept quiet. He did yeah. get his he he got his get back already on that episode when he called out Hangman Page. And no reporter at first I thought a reporter asked him about the Colt Cabana stuff, but nobody asked him anything. As soon as he sat down, he, he like, saw the dude. He saw yeah. the dude and he mentioned Colt Cabana. It's like, bro, all right, we just finished all out. Why even like bring up this stuff again? Like I know it's an ongoing thing backstage, but but 
my time and said, place, bro. Time and place. That's true. But yo, said, but if you, because I know you watched it, because you're the reason why I watched it, because you met, you you put it out there, and then I had to go on YouTube and watch it. But he did say, like during the whole interview, it was yo before you. He asked to do you still friends with him and stuff like. He's like, I haven't really yeah. talked to him, and so then he was just like, he was more mad at the reporter for putting out news. From Coke Cabana or whatever, he's yeah. putting out fake news without getting both sides of the story. So that's what triggered him, and that's why he yeah. it was an avalanche. And then everything Pandora's box opened up with him airing out personal shit. Well, so here, everybody here's, was here's, just, here's the mm. thing about the Bucks too. So Punk is mad at the Bucks because instead of them being EVPs and handling the situation, they go and spread more rumors on the, this backstage yeah. situation to reporters like that guy. Do we know that though? Do we know they went to reporters and spread it? Do we have factual evidence? The, that they did that? I don't know, but the reporter did mention like the reporter didn't say they never said nothing. The reporter was like pretty much agreeing with seeing a punk like I should have just did my journalism better because he even mentioned, "Are you a journalist?" What's he gonna do in the moment? What's he gonna do in the moment? Seeing punk screaming. If you're real, really just be like, you "No, know, they told me," and this is what I he in the moment just be honest. Like if somebody called me out on my shit, I'll be like, "Nah, that's just me talking out of my ass." Like a couple of times, said like, "Yo, what's the facts?" I'm like, "No, that's just me talking." You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yo, you just if somebody's calling you out, either answer it or just be like, "No comment." The dude's just sitting there, like, "All right, yeah, my bad, my bad," like blah blah blah. Yeah, and Punk was saying like, "We need to people need to really check their facts on what's like fact and what's just bullshit." Hold on, hold on, that hold on. Whole thing. So hold on, Dave. Tell what me. do you think? Because yo, what you, are your is, you, you didn't say nothing. What do you think about this whole scrum? Like, what do you what do you have to say? Uh, I think uh, I like boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wasn't at the Labor Day party. I was because uh, uh, you were up, man. you were out late with the boy the night before. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but go ahead, Dave. I've said multiple times that I, I'm, I really don't think it's a sh- uh, a work, but I hope it is. Because there really isn't a worse time for something like this to happen for them. Because you have AEW where people have said, like, they're not at their highest point right now. No matter what Tony says in his fucking presser or whatever, talking about AEW, saying all their numbers are higher, all this stuff. It's not at its peak right now compared to where it's been necessarily in terms of its hottest point. In the past three weeks, what has been the biggest talking point in wrestling? How quickly and rapidly WWE is improving and now it's not that anymore now it's the entire upper echelon of aew fucking hates each other you have your number one your your number one guy your world champion your biggest probably your biggest merch guy the guy you sold out arenas on you sold out an arena just on speculation that he was going to be on a rumor they never like you knew he was going to be there but realistically like they never said he was going to be there and they sell out their first like arena and i don't know it's just a really bad look because it now is. he's it sounds like he's basically saying the same things cody said cody just said it very nice like, <laughs> he said it in a pleasant way professionally and how can you argue with it at this point but then there's also the side where you take like, all right, well, now this is the second company where Punk is bitching about people. Mm-hmm. Is maybe he in the wrong? So that's right. why I feel like it's so hard from an outside perspective to really pick a side on this because you have arguments on both sides. You have 
people who have bitched about the higher ups in AEW, and then you have Punk who literally left WWE because he was bitching about the higher ups and stuff like that. Granted, WWE is a little different because he had some of the shit that he went through with like, especially like Triple H infection and shit like that. Yeah. So. Because then you also have these things when it comes to punk where like, yeah, he had all these problems with Triple H and stuff. But like, I mean, yeah, it was 10 years ago. Maybe Triple H changed or whatever. But now it's like all staff, all these wrestlers have nothing but good things to say about Triple H. So is it like is it CM Punk or is it like wrestling? Well, there's I don't really have a side on this. It's just it's a really bad look. I I agree. It's a really bad look. And it's it's you really in the three years that they have been around. I don't think you could pick a worse time. And it's not just because like, yeah, it's a young company. So like the current period is always the most important period, but I don't think there's a worse time. This could possibly have happened now that WWE is literally just constantly getting better. better. Yeah. Things out. Yep. Yeah. It also doesn't help that the thing that they, sorry, the thing that they took all the attention away all out was the second best show of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one's talking about anything that happened. No one's all talking out. about Clash we'll or get, All Out. We'll definitely it's all about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the real quick, press conference that was on YouTube about the Triple H. Like, oh, ten years ago, maybe he was different. I think he was definitely different. Yeah. Um, I think we've seen throughout. Seb, you watch all those YouTube videos about how things should have been booked and whatnot, and Triple yeah. H versus Booker T at Mania 19 and whatnot. Oh, that was like, the worst. We're, that Triple was H about that. Triple H. <laughs> I think when he removes himself from the situation. He sees things clearly. Regardless now, I'm sure even if he was wrestling, he'd be different because he's more mature. But I think yeah. 10 years ago, there may have still been a little more like in business for yourself uh, yeah. in him. Not saying he was Bullish. a diva or anything, but I can see why he would butt heads. He was still also, in a wrestler's point of view. Right. He was, fre- he was fresh out of the ring. Still, and then, still in the ring. Second company, yeah, CM Punk. Second company, CM Punk's done this in. But let's not forget the Bucks and Kenny had a Sort of a messy exit from New Japan. Exactly. This this is what my point was. That pe- people have said, multiple people have said, the Bucks and Kenny have had history of just politicking backstage, certain people not getting pushed because they don't want to work with them, this and that. So I don't know, man. I just don't think, like a lot of people are seeing these reports now, and w- which is why I wanted to start this pod this way. A lot of people are seeing these reports and saying, oh, they just want to put everything on Punk. I think there's multiple parties involved that are in the wrong. I don't think Punk's a thousand percent correct in this, but other people have to pay for this because he's not the, he's not the big bad villain here. And Tony needs to grow a pair of balls and get control of his locker room. Because you even see uh, Dave. I'm sure you watched the the scrum. You saw Tony's reaction. Literally, as Punk's funny, going as, off. As and funny he just as it, it is, as fucking hilarious as it is that, like, every time Punk roasts somebody, Tony's just like, he's looking scared. <laughs> like, it's, hila- it's hilarious, but at the same time, like, that shows me that he's not, he's writing the checks, but he's not making, like, yeah. the decisions. No, no. Like, yeah, no. he is, but, like, the wrestlers are running that company, I think, because he also seems like he has a little too much fan in him. He's too nice. That was kind of the yeah. point of the. That is what AEW is, though. It's wrestlers run the company. You have more creative freedom. But at and the we're same seeing, time, we're seeing like, the negatives. We're seeing the negatives of what that environment can bring. Yeah. I, hold on. Two Every points. Wrestler has an ego. 
Yo, two points to this, though. You have to. One was yeah. during that whole press conference, what I liked about Tony Khan, though, because y'all know I'm not a big fan of him, but what I did like about what Tony Khan did, though, was CM Punk was going in on MJF or, like, little sudden jabs. He made sure he let, he let everybody in that press conference know and CM Punk and us know MJF is the second biggest draw and he's the second biggest wrestler right yeah. now in this company. That's the only thing. He didn't. He made sure, like, that buzz didn't run him over. He made sure he stuck up for MJF. He made sure that he was like, no, MJF draws money. He said, I told him to come back. I asked him to come back. He came back. He's he's pretty much going to be, he kind of said like he's going to be he's the next He's going to be the champion. He Even though he, there was like, oh, he was getting a lot of chairs. He, came. he said, no, no, no. He's our biggest hill. He's our, he, oh, that's the only thing I liked about Tony Khan. Tony Khan looked like a a weird person sitting there when this is all going on. He like, looked mad scared. He looked scared. He looked scared to say anything that CM Punk, but he wasn't scared though to let everybody know MJF is going to be, is the future, is the money maker beside behind CM Punk. So that's one thing I do. He didn't let that, per- he didn't let CM Punk just annihilate the whole crew. He was like, nah, MJF he, is the man. CM Punk that wasn't was, going to come was, at MJF. That was, that was, that was the work part of that shoot. Okay. Him, okay. him, him coming so? at MJF. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. I, I, CM Punk doesn't really have any personal beef with MJF. His beef is with Hangman and the Elite. And the Bucks. And the management of the company, pretty much. If that was a shoot, that's that was the one thing that I was like, come on. Like, that would be, that's just so unnecessary. Yeah. And then, like, this whole, I don't know, man. What, what Cody Rhodes was saying before he left, he was mad that, like, Tony Khan ended up, like, just taking more of the role, but he's playing favoritism. And that's what it is. He, you shouldn't he, do that. Yeah, you can't play favoritism if you're the booker. Too much, yo, too much of a fan. I've been saying this. I was like, yo, Tony Khan's a fanboy, man. This and that. And I got I got kind of criticized for saying that. Seb. But I I, 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 I will personally needs... apologize to you. You know, it wasn't that apparent to me when you brought it up the first time. But now everything I'm hearing, and not even just this situation, I told Gabe in, in private off the pod. I found out more truth about the Thunder Rosa Britt Baker situation. Britt Baker also a a a a person of in in Tony's favoritism camp. Yep. She's just she's been also just going off the cuff, off script on um on TV. She was doing that. Yeah, she's been doing that since with Big Swole. There's Remember, part of me Big though. Swole. There's part shitting of me on the champion. The thing with. That's not great, but the thing with the women is if anybody's in a place to do it, it's the women because you have to make most of the fucking 20 minutes that yes, your entire yes. division gets every week. So if I'm if I'm the women, I'm doing that because you're trying to build this women's division and you can't because they only have two hours of television or I guess three hours of television, yes, and then fuck dark because that's not going to help anybody besides fucking Maybe shit new, tag teams raise the ranks and fucking standing whatever whatever. it's not helping nobody if if i'm the women and they give me some base and it just doesn't sound good it's like all right well i'm gonna go to the other women and like we need to just do this ourselves because they're clearly not helping us and it's kenny omega running the women's division too so let's not no 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 no. he he doesn't he doesn't run it anymore they they change that when 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 tony when cody left and tony took all the the power Mm-hmm. Basically, the EVPs are just there to look nice, like like the president of the United States or something. Like the the one who's running everything, a part of the show, which is why Tony needs a team. It, it's Tony himself. He has all hands on everything, and it's it's terrible. 
It is terrible, man. Like, look how Triple H did with NXT. He had, what, like eight people under him. You need a Even team. Vince McMahon. Even Vince McMahon has like 15 people. None of them were really that great. But at the end of the day, yeah, he had the last say. But at the end of the day, he has a team. Triple H has a team. WCW, they had a team. But what, and they, um, what freaking AEW is doing, what y'all said earlier, is like WCW, the inmates were running the, the motherfucking asylum. Like exactly. Kevin Nash was doing the, he was doing the writing for all three shows. He was doing the writing for Nitro, Thunder, and um, the pay-per-view. So it's like, no, you can't have that. You need somebody who's not wrestling no more that understands the business that been through the ringer to be on your team. You can't have wrestlers who are right now wrestling it's or their friends much. wrestling. Yeah, it's too much. One report I just want to tell y'all before we get to this all-out review. Um, <laughs> so I'm sure that we've all read that Ace Steel's uh, CM Punk's friend. Uh, so after Punk's outburst, he's a that, real friend. He's a real friend. I don't he know. Want, he want, he, he, he wanted want, a he taste of much. the cleaner. Um, he wanted a taste. Basically, the, the elite. He's been, went he's been to talking CM, about Daddy Magic. The elite taste? went to CM Punk's locker room and uh, they confronted CM Punk after he said everything he said. Um, and the story is that the Bucks got too close to Punk. I guess he felt threatened, started throwing some punches. Um, now it's a three-on-one situation. Ace Steel comes running in. See, <laughs> see his boy about to get in a fight, but he takes it way too far. Dude grabs a chair and throws a chair at Nick Jackson and causes him to be unconscious for a few minutes. And then this guy goes and bites Kenny Omega like some savage animal. <laughs> it's crazy. So now there is a running lawsuit. <laughs> for Mr. A Steel. He's definitely fired from the company. And I'm for hearing sure. reports that all these guys are about to be suspended indefinitely. Ooh. What the fuck is the show gonna look like? That's what I said. You just got back one of the biggest stars and then you're gonna lose three of them. All Maybe I know is five. MJF is about to cook up on Wednesday. Oh I cannot my wait. God. I cannot wait. You saw how he came out at the end of the pay-per-view. I he's can't gonna, wait he's Wednesday. gonna open up. He's like, I'm gone for a couple months and now everything's <laughs> falling apart. I mean that's low key. Pretty much happened. That's exactly yeah. what happened. He's certainly yeah. the goal. I part of me feels like he left. Did he leave before or after CM Punk got injured? No, he left right before CM Punk got injured because oh, CM Punk, when he was cutting injured. that promo, it was, it was during commercial, came out nothing. there to um, run him off. It was the day after Double or Nothing. That's when he made that promo. Yeah, yeah. And that Warlow Wednesday was, was his last pay per view. Warlow was. I mean, that was his last appearance because it kind of stifled his uh his run because everybody was talking about that MJF promo instead of. His big win, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. No, nah, he yeah. lost. He, he he got he got he got embarrassed fair. by um Warlow. No, I know Remember? that, but Wardlow was was mad because MJF cut that promo. Again, oh, my bad, day. my bad. A lot of yeah, these guys, he, they're not he, thinking he was about. The one, yeah, they're not thinking, thinking about, about everybody. They're not thinking about the overall show. They're just thinking about how can I get over. Which yeah. is what Chris Jericho was trying to crack mm-hmm. down on at the talent meeting. So Jericho is completely justified because he's a guy who yeah. always did what's best for business his entire career. Say what you want yeah. about him outside the ring. Right. Wait, some of the crazy <laughs> shit he was saying outside of the ring and whatnot, uh, or some of the looks he'll have here and there. He loves to fend and go WrestleMania. He can do he it. He always wants. did what's best for business, <laughs> even if he disagreed with it. So he knows, like, these guys. He definitely knows. Because what he, what he understands is, like, this isn't, it is, because, but, hold up. Let me fucking restart. I can't speak. What he understands <laughs> is that this is like this is a major wrestling promotion now. So it's not like 
a ring of honor where right. they're coming on for a three-week program or some shit and then they're gone for months like these guys are on television every week it's everything it's a major wrestling company but they're still in the mindset of independent wrestlers where they're not thinking long term about Good a show because uh, their entire careers they haven't been on a show with the same 15 people every week they're on a they're on a diff they're on four different shows a week with 70 different people yeah so they don't have that long-term mindset so i think this really shows the importance of somebody like a jericho and the problem is a lot of these wwe guys are younger wwe guys it's not like yeah. a jericho who was there for a decade and a half well, they got some guys in the back. They have yeah, Mark Henry. Dean Laminko. They got they they got Mark Henry. They have Jericho himself. They have Regal. If 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 Tony yeah. Khan has to assemble a team, which he absolutely Ricky should, I'm picking one of those guys to be like, yo, handle all the talent and everything. I'll just do the business. I pick. That's I think you have exactly. to pick Regal if he wants it. Oh, big time Regal! Look what he did oh, when yo, he came out of Revolution. Now Moxley, and, Steve Moxley too, right? and Danielson were fighting. He came out, he smacked the shit out of both of them, and now they're teammates. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he could do the same thing. No, he definitely. Yo, I'm telling you right now, man. You gotta. If, he, yeah. if Tony Khan really looks backstage, he has an awesome, like, pretty much veteran core that can get them. Dude, right. you got Ricky the Dragon, Steve-O. You got Chris Jericho. You got There's freaking so um Dean Malenko, like you said. Like, what the hell? Are the EVPs like, even forty? Are any of them even forty years old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ooh. um, Kenny Omega's forty. He's forty. Is he? Yeah. I think he's forty. In the in the young bucks, they're not that young. They're like thirty eight, uh, thirty six. I know. They, I mean, Kenny Omega's thirty eight, so I guess you. Can oh, round it okay, up. okay, okay. My bad, my bad, my no, bad. No, 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 no I'm not going to round up. up. None of these guys are are over the age of forty. They shouldn't be in charge of an entire true company. You know, yeah. The bucks are thirty three. Tony, Which Tony one's 33? Oh, I didn't know the age gap was that, well, that big. Yeah. Which one's on um, 33? Matt or Matt's um, 37. Nick Matt's is 33. Oh, okay. He kind of looks like the older one. And now that you say yeah, he is, he is But yeah, I mean, Tony just has to buckle down. I'm glad if the suspension thing is true, that is the first step to Tony being like, all right, let me be a boss. And not yeah, a that's the first step of, all right, now discipline. He needs to, he needs to, sit, he needs to sit down the elite and punk and he needs to go off on them. He needs to not yeah. be a fucking fan. He needs to be a boss. He's the one who writes their checks. He's the yeah. one who pays Punk probably seven figures. He's the one who gave the, like, yeah, he's the one who, the Bucks are the They're EVPs the ones who started it. They, need they started listen. it. They started it, yeah. but who fucking paid for it? Exactly. These guys need to listen, though. They're big yeah. headed because he of that. Needs, this is like, this has been a like a wrestling promotion. He needs to make it a fucking, like a wrestling company. Yeah, and it's his a wrestling business. Yes, it's his business. Or needs- downsize and get rid of half of these people that going oh to be on TV I've been anyways. said that he, yeah. yo, I've been said that he got because I enjoyed too much talent. I enjoyed no my reason. time at Daly's place during the pandemic. It, was it? Was oh, it that was, I, I like the pandemic. No, but we were said we were having good times every Wednesday, just watching. Yeah, uh, it whoever. Was. No, they it had good storylines. They had good matches. It was like it was a good vibe. It was like, because you had the wrestlers, the ones that wasn't getting airtime, acting like getting audience airtime. members, huh? getting airtime. It was just like, I don't know, something about that pandemic, it forced WWE to do their little fucking Thunderdome. And that's why SmackDown was actually better. Raw was still Raw. It was still like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but no, um, SmackDown was actually better because then Roman came back. 
And then you had that feud him with him with Kevin Owens feud going yeah. on, and all that other shit was going like yo, yo, that whole day um David, what was it, Daly's place? It, it made it stepped up wrestling's game because it was like, what the fuck's gonna happen with wrestling with this whole pandemic? No, like the whole Cody Rhodes having him there doing I don't know, man. That to me, that's when it kind of peaked. Because when it came back, it was like everything started going all right. All these rivalries just started going at it. Like, nah, nah. That, you don't, think, year, you don't I, think the pandemic they peaked? All I'm out, not talking about my ass. I'm, I'm not, all I'm out not 2020 last just, year was last crazy. All out was like yeah, it was, I give that you, time right, was the peak was of AEW so far. Yeah, mm. that was the peak of AEW last year for sure. Okay, when okay. They, I'll give when you they that, came back that. from the pandemic, Matt, they were putting yeah. on some in classics. between in between all out and full gear was like yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. Grand Slam was right in between that. All this Grand Slam was right in between. Yeah. With all this criticism, I still, you know, I enjoy it every Wednesday still. Yeah, it's true. It's just me like too. Yeah. when you stand back and look for me personally, and we'll, we can get to the um, yeah, if you want. When I stand back and look at it, the shows after, yes, they're entertaining, but a lot of times the stories are just bland, kind of weird. They just, I just don't uh, see a roadmap, and it shows on the pay per views. It just feels like a lot of the matches on this card were, uh, dude. It was like a fifteen matches, I think. It was like, yeah, they might be booked. Eight of them got thrown a couple together, weeks like... in advance, a month in advance, but there's no real story. Like I think back yeah. to, you know, I don't know. I'm just reaching back into my head to former feuds that I would see on fucking SmackDown in 2008, and how well <laughs> all those stories would get put together. Like we're... random feuds too. Yeah, like the remember. Hardy, like the. <laughs> Matt versus Jeff at 25. Oh, that was awesome. Or, that was awesome. Fucking he... Ric Flair's last match, just winning every match up to there. And yep. uh, I'm not saying AEW hasn't put together good stories. They definitely have, but a lot of times I just... It's just overall structure. Whether it's the business, the stories, how talent... this year hasn't the... really been that great, man. This year's been... Don't get it twisted. It's been... They had some feuds. I was like, yo, that's that shit's ill. But... This the year, especially when Cody great. left, yeah, especially when Cody left, everything just felt weird about AEW. Like the the way everything's being presented, the way like the few some feuds was just thrown together, and then you don't hear about it no more. And then this feuds getting put together, you're like what the fuck? Too many tournaments going on. You're like, come on, really? Like they, I, I don't I know, think, man. It's I like, think Cody had a had a big hand at AEW that's sorely missing right now. Oh man, it, we at in hindsight we did uh, when it first happened we we're like all right whatever. But now that you, everything's coming to light and how all like the domino you know the cliche domino effects happening, you're like damn. Cody Rhodes back in November Cody was right when like, he said that. Yeah, you see Cody and he almost seems like overly professional with his <laughs> fucking vocabulary. Then he like goes to the gym and like thousands. Well, that's why people suits. don't like him. Because he's yeah, like a politician, but, and it's all it yeah. all seems so. I love, like, it. I love it. It doesn't seem completely authentic. Yeah, I hear. I, mean, I hear though he's a really nice guy in person. He seems. I, yeah. I mean, he genuinely nice guy. Company, yeah. Uh, um, I had a brain fart at the height of my <laughs> at the height of like my Cody criticizing, criticizing him and whatnot. I would always throw in like, you know. Seems like he's a decent guy. Yeah, he's a decent guy. He's not fucking Ryback out there or anything. It's just his matches aren't always like that, and he seems to think they are. They are. Yeah, they, he act like that five star matches. No, man, they're like two and a half. So I'll give you that. He, he do get five star matches. No, no, he do sometimes get five, but he thinks he's giving five star matches all the time. Like, no, you're giving out like threes and twos and a half, bro. Well, Gene, I don't so want to get. I want to get too off track, but I remember before we even started this podcast. <laughs> A random hot take I heard you have was that you think Cody Rhodes is better than CM Punk. 
in the ring. Oh wow! In the ring, I still believe that. What do you I guys still think? believe? Yo, I still believe that. Like CM Punk's generic. He's just good on the mic and like I think he's Punk generic. Is overrated I, in the ring. I, I oh, think he's, he's certainly de- overrated. He's in the decent ring. in the ring. He's not. He's not like crazy. He's generic. He makes it up with his his stories and his storytelling in the yeah. ring. Yeah, I think yeah. he's That's a better storyteller him. in the ring. He's yeah. a better storyteller in the ring for sure. Yeah, but I still, I'll still Cody take Cody Rhodes as a wrestler. Ah, does he? Cody Rhodes sells. Cody, Cody got Rose. Cody got a little more of a bet. You saw CM Punk wrestle at All Out. All he did was the, the <laughs> knees to the corner. Uh, the CM Punk is not rice. doing a moonsault dive off the top of the cage. Yeah, he's that, not he, doing that. Cody has more. Never of a bet. in his career. I give him that. I still love CM Punk, but Cody definitely. No, no, I love CM Punk. I love no, I love CM Punk. Don't get twisted. Since 08, since the whole the um um straight edge society when he fought Jeff Hardy. And Jeff, remember, Jeff man. Hardy did all the bumps, the major bumps. <laughs> Jeff Hardy jumped off that ladder at SummerSlam. Not CM Punk in the cage match. CM Punk is like he, he's a grounded pound type of guy. He's like Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's classic, but more more athletic. If, if that makes any sense. But I'll take Cody Rhodes like move set over CM Punk Dave, any day. And I love and I love CM Punk more than I love Cody Rhodes. But I'm taking his wrestling moves over CM Punk. That's CM Punk's generic. I zoned out a little bit. Gabe wants to say something. <laughs> no, right, no, no. Uh, okay. Right, okay. Gabe, you gave me that side say, eye. Like... You gave me the side eye. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, He's like really. I, I was CM Punk for Halloween one year. So, <laughs> oh, so you, <laughs> me and CM Punk you go way back. Straight edge Halloween. It was a three hour raw for you. It was the first day of summer. Whatever. I was, it was still in elementary school. They did a three hour raw. See, uh, Edge had um screwed over Batista with the help of La Familia the night before it. Wherever the people. Oh was. yeah, yeah, he yeah. He came out to talk shit on Raw. It was right after the brand split. JR was moving to SmackDown. Edge talked to shit to JR. Told him to kick rock. I think it was night after champion. Oh, maybe, yeah. And Edge was talking shit. Oh, Raw, you don't have a champion anymore. Walking out the back entrance, backing up, and then Batista comes out, fucks him up. Yup, and then, and then CM Batista Punk leaves, and CM Punk comes cashing in. It's my, it's, it's my favorite cashing. Is it the best oh, cashing? Uh, without a doubt. No, no it's, it's not. not it's one of my favorites. It's my personal favorite, though. It's my personal favorite. That's the only one that made we him could do a up. list on that later. It's it's the only one that made him dress up as the guy's Halloween. So, <laughs> and <laughs> well, but that's my thing with the CM Punk. It's uh, he was a loud abrasive kid once too, and he had his first title reign go poorly. So oh, I think yeah. he should be a little he more sympathetic. No, 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 no. To, he, he, he should be a little more sympathetic strong. to Hangman in this situation. He he said that in there. He was like, I get it. Like I, I get why all these guys are acting like this, whatever. But like. But let me ask you this though: Did CM Punk during his young days ever do go into business for? He never, even with the he whole Jeff that. Hardy, he went to Jeff Hardy, even well, though they you didn't don't like know each that other because he was in WWE, so shit never got out like it does in AEW. No, but bomb? Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy talks. Especially the pipe bomb was scripted. It's Jeff I, Hardy did say that he came up to him and asked him to scripted? let him know. I'm gonna say life's a lie. I heavily <laughs> think. I heavily think part of the pipe bomb was a work. Well, oh, that goes back to all of it. Point. They told him they, 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 they said, yo, yeah, they you can go oh, sit oh, down. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, what were you going to say? I was going to say, well, that goes back to our point. WWE doesn't let shit happen on their airways that's not going to. Even if it does, it's like very bland, like, skip. What's the fuck? And that's good and bad. That's good and bad. That's good and bad. 
it yeah some t- some may see it as a little you too can protected. like see it in the shadows like, you don't know all the details but it's like oh like matt riddle and seth rollins like they might not like each other <laughs> that was funny. Okay, that, i'm not gonna beat you up i'm gonna fuck you up i'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> fuck you up where are you matt, you know that, was why, pretty, why, that was pretty good though that matt why don't we talk about your wife like and she show. left you why don't we talk about that <laughs> right. Dude, that was pretty you know they were copying riddle, though, right still there you know they were copying when you they were copying um Bones Jones and um Cormier when um they uh, were sitting there talking and Bones Jones said, Yo, Cormier, you still there? And then he was like, Yeah, I'm still here. He said, I'm gonna fuck you up. And he was like, Oh, he was like, Yo, why are you acting like this with the cameras off? He said, Yo, bro, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Yo, I'm not even playing, I'm gonna fucking kill you. He said, Oh, nigga, nigga. yo, I yo, as soon as I saw that when he was like, Yo, yo, Riddle, you still there? I that's the first thing that came to my mind. That was that, I thought that was good. I thought that was good because yo, Riddle sold that. He was like, Yo, he, he was did. so mad, he was like even when Seth Rollins was gone, he was like, he waited like a good 30 seconds. Like, fuck this. Get this shit off of me, man. I'm going to find you. Fuck that. Um, let's, let's move on to the pay-per-views for this weekend. So this okay. Labor Day weekend, uh, we had All Out 2022. And on the WWE side, we had, uh, we're not going to mention Worlds Collide because fuck NXT. Well, uh, hold on, Dave. It was a you heard it was, I it watched was a, good a couple show, right? of the matches. They were actually it was actually a good show. Bro, NXT's bad. <laughs> no. Is bad. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I saw I didn't watch a promo, but I saw someone post about a promo that if I was a child, I would have marked out at because it's right up my alley. But I thought it was really cool. It was Walter going up to Tyler Bates saying he has to defeat uh, yeah, Ron yeah, Breaker yeah. for the sake of that's fucking the NXT sick. the that NXT cool. before the NXT before Worlds Collide. I didn't watch it, but I've seen like pretty much clips of the entire show. It's by far the best 2.0 episode that there's been because all of the champions, pretty much past champions, came back and told them like, "You better not fuck this up." Like, yeah, I that think was it was. Cool. I like that. I like that. Rhea Ripley. Let's be was, honest. Like, though, Rhea like, Ripley was there. No, but um. Carmelo Hayes is the fucking future, bro. He's Carmelo nice. Hayes, great. Yeah. He's fantastic. And he had the match with Ricochet Such and an NXT the, name. Yeah, the fin- <laughs> the finish was fucking ass, but the match itself, like, was good. I want to watch that match. Like, I saw highlights of that times. But, like, but let like, me no, hold on, hold on. No, go ahead. Let me ask you this, yo. Watching um World's Club, I didn't watch it, but I saw the matches and everything. We all knew who was going to win every last one of those matches because NXT UK. Exactly. Folded. That's what bring. That's what brings the showdown for me. Is I think exactly. That's why I didn't watch it. Lost every match. That's why I said we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, get that shit folded. They folded. You knew what, it was like, going to happen, but the match, the matches Let's were good. Davis piece. It was so predictable, man. <laughs> Braun Breaker hit the best spear I've ever seen. He did. He did. I'll give you that. He did. It was that was unfucking. Re- it helps that Tyler Bates small, but like it was so fucking good. Yeah. But yeah, we had all out, and on the WWE side, besides that show, we also had Clash at the Castle, the very first Clash at the Castle, which was Chef's Kiss. Great it was show. excellent. My body slam take it a week is one match, man. One of those matches. Just letting y'all know right now. All right. Well, do you want to uh, say it now? Because realistically, we are like halfway through the show. True. Oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll Let's get to it. Slam. The body slam take of the week. It's not even a bad body slam. This right here is paying respect. Paying respect. It better not be the fucking Vince. No, 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 no. Again, he just <laughs> takes. Yeah, oh, oh my god, Vince every this. week. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it to Vince. Vince, we miss you. But anyway, I know I said it last week, but I'm just I'm in love with him. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, but hold on, hold on. Chris it goes Benoit to the was IC Championship. <laughs> yeah. No, no bullshit, no bullshit. Yo, no bullshit, no bullshit. I didn't even hear you. Oh, oh, my God. What did he say? What did he say? Chris, Chris Benoit didn't do it. He was framed by Kevin Sullivan. That's your body tank. He said no bullshit. Hey, yo, you called me right when I said no bullshit, too. What the hell? Yo. No, 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 no. The bar said take the week. It's going to go to the IC match. Walter versus Sheamus. Yes. The match I was waiting for. No bullshit since I found out they were going to fight each other. Because I knew right away it was going to be a stiff, hard-hitting Ain't no flips in this match. Girl. Ain't no super kicks in this match. <laughs> hey, yo. yo. Hey, yo. Nah. Hey, yo. No pause. Nah, I never... nah, nah. No pause. Yo, baby, that's wow. a big pause right there. I no, never it's said not. Girl. I never said girth. <laughs> Episode one. Run it back. I need girth. No, no, no. But anyway. yo, from start to finish, this match told a story. And it ended with a great story. Yo, yo, Sheamus, like I was telling um, Seb and Gabe, yo, this dude, this past year has been putting on nothing but awesome few matches. Like, whoever he's going against, he's giving it his all. Like, you don't even have to be talking. It's like, match-wise, he sells, and he's going to beat the shit out of you. And that's what they did in this match. Yo, they beat the shit out of each other. Like, like, just like, um... It goes back in the pandemic. Yeah, j- j- yep. I was also saying that too before fast, the part. Fast lane against Drew McIntyre was an Oof. unbelievable match. Yes, 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 it was. Should've yes, it was. Should have been mania. Yo, I'm still mad that they didn't even have that McIntyre versus um Sheamus match um on SummerSlam. So wait, yeah. Walter is Walter or is he Gunther? He's Gunther. He's Gunther. But, but not I'm still crowd. calling him Walter. And nobody's saying Gunther. Walter, Walter right? I'm, I'm calling him Walter. I don't think it's that bad of a name. It's, it's not, not Walter. It's, it's not. It's not Walter. But I. It's like it's a fucking name. He's the exact. He is the exact same. Except yeah, except, except he's a Nazi general now. Yeah, he's so, a Nazi general. Oh, with the red coat. This has always been the gimmick. They've been Nazis coat. this whole time. Yeah, it's yeah. Right. Even, yo, he Walter, even brought back Walter one of his own. Um, it's a little more apparent this time around. And now we have Imperium back. Yo, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Yo, I'm telling you right now, man. That match right there. I popped a little. Yeah, when they announced yo, when they announced Giovanni. Yeah, I popped too. I was like, "Oh shit, they finally all three back, yo!" All right, you WWE overseas. marks. Let, let let's run through Clash since we're talking about Clash. Let's, I was like, "He's an Imperial again, sl- and he's still fucking slim, pretty." My boy Slam Take of the Week is nine eleven was inside job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yo, it's for the oil. My boy Slam Take of the Week. Is Earth is flat. Yeah, nah, that shit's wrong. I would never be a flat earth. The earth is flat. The birds are fake. <laughs> that, that's too much. The 9 11 was, the oh, 9/11 wasn't enough. But the earth voices was flat was head. too much. Those fucking pigeons. <laughs> earth was flat was too much for Gene. That, that was the one. <laughs> yo, but I'm telling you right now, though, that was the Barcelona slam take of the week. It's not, it's not a bad take. It's actually a great take. And yo, I'm telling you right now, I, I really believe that stole the show. To me, that stole the show. It did. That clash. Clash was fantastic. Really that good. Was crowd, man. Sheamus digestible. is quite the yes. baby face now after that show. Because I don't oh, think that's sure. just... I don't think... I saw... I forget who it was. I saw somewhere that somebody said that he might still work a little heel. And that's just going to... That was pretty much just because between. he was home. I don't think that's true. Because I think every, everybody, everywhere on social media, even when he's not really in the picture, like, he's been obviously talked about the past, like, month or so because of this Gunther shit. But... Like everybody is saying that he's just so good and he's so underappreciated. 
which is a little bit of a spoiler to our next episode when we'll have the list of the 10 most underappreciated wrestlers. Oh, yeah. He's definitely on it now. I got my list ready. (laughs) My list Um, wasn't even ready. Yeah, that no, that right match was, was really good. The whole event was really good. That was WWE's best pay per view of this year, period. Yeah, there was nothing better than that. Not period even Mania. <laughs> period. I let Ryback uh, Gorilla press me on the cement. Just saying, Fuck no, what? <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Hey. that's <laughs> how <laughs> Punk broke his pelvis. Oh, I know yeah, okay. he missed the, table him off, the sta- off the fucking stage. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. He was supposed to hit the table, missed. That- Right back, fuck. What did we think about the um? So here's my thing with the AEW shit. Like they'll have these turns and whatnot, and they'll happen overnight. Like Billy Gunn's kids, fuck him up. Yeah, the turns. And then all stick. of a sudden, all of a sudden, he's like, "Okay, that's okay. I'm gonna join the acclaimed." This Dominic Mysterio, like they've been building oh, this for a very long yeah. time. Yeah, a Maybe good since long. the beginning it of the year. So yeah, I thought it was, turn was great. I thought it was it, perfect. It's perfect. I was so mad. It made me mad. It made me mad. Huh? It, no, like I like it. I'm saying, but oh, it, it yeah, gave yeah. me that emotion of like, fuck, yeah. man, don't do that to your father, bro. Like, all right, I see you did it to Edge, but you could tell he was gonna do it to his father because they 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 were teasing it back in fucking February and March. But nah, man, like, no, man, don't do that to your dad, man. It's very mysterious. The clothesline like the- he gave to Ray was. Vicious. Oh my god! Yeah, vicious. That shit was. Vicious. That shit made. That's what got me mad. I, that's what got, I was like, "What?" Yo, I yelled at the TV like, I because I, like when I watch wrestling, I like, Dominic, like, I like no. I, yeah, you go into it. You, I go into it acting like I don't know what's happening. I act like, right. like the best like, way to is, watch. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I do. I go act like You'll I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Way. Like, I don't know what's fake. All this other shit. I just lose myself into it. And when he did that, I was like, "You fucking idiot!" I'm like, "Yo." <laughs> That's true. That's why I yelled at my team. I was like, you fucking idiot, yo. I was like, yo, I swear to God, if I was there, I would have punched me in the head, bro. What's wrong with you? That's your fucking dad. Imagine yo, you your son turning on you like that, Gene. Oh, man, it's going to happen. Mike's going to be like, hey, dad. I'm like, yo, what's up, Mike, man? He's like, good, good game, good game. He's like, you know what? Spare. He's like, I'm headed to the table. No. What the fuck? That's how I felt, man. Like, I don't know if y'all watched Raw the next day when he came out. I didn't. He looked like yeah, he wanted to cry, tonight. though. He looked like he wanted to cry. Yeah. He looked like he, he was mad. He's trying fucking to. Shape. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yo, he, I think he, I, yo, a little younger than us, no? Yeah, yeah, he's like, uh, I think he's like 22, 23. Yeah, yeah he, he needs, needs to, to start yeah, hanging no out with Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn needs to slip him some, uh, <laughs> some yeah. of whatever he's taking. You know. <laughs> but the wellness of policy in WWE, you can't do it. You can't do it. Uh, he's heel, he doesn't cut. care. That heel turn was was well placed, dude. Like it was. I'm, it was. I'm awesome. glad you know they finished the match. The Edge and Mysterio got their dub, and then we're thinking, you know, celebration, cool, blah blah blah. And then Dominic said, "No, that just, just just lays them out." It was great. It was awesome when he kicked Edge. Edge was falling, and he, and he was just staring at him like, "Yo, dog, what's yeah. up?" <laughs> yeah. Somebody in that match is certainly on my most unappreciated, underappreciated. Nope, uh, nope, nope, list. nope. He, he's a he's a stiff. Oh, wow. I know who you're gonna talk about? He's 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 a bum. Uh, he's a bum. He's a bum. Uh, Wait, wait, I, he's wait, wait, gonna wait. be I, on my. He's gonna be on my body slam take of the week coming up. I oh, feel like we're not talking about, about the bump. same person. I'm talking about Finn Balor. Come on, G. You can't be serious. <laughs> no way. Yeah, we gotta save it. We gotta save it. We gotta save it. Bum. We gotta save it. Oh my god. Your nice body slam take of the week. Put your headset back on, Gabe. Don't go nowhere, Gabe. Hold on, hold on, Gabe. I'm about to give the Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Get over here. Get back over here. You talking about Finn Balor like that is crazy, but I'll say because he's under six feet, isn't it? 
no, 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 no. Because I do told not you, give I, it I, away I, now. Don't give it away now. We'll save it. All right, we'll all right. save no, because yo, I told you, I, I told you who uh, my my superstars. I do like who y'all think is is little and stuff. I do like that. No, Finn Balor is day one. A one. Like I'm never, never was a fan of him. Never was a fan. Yeah. Get back over here, Gabe, and get back on the headset and talk your shit. When 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 you give this body slam take, just know I will eviscerate <laughs> you. I'm going to tear Yo. you limb limb from limb. Yo, but all right, all right. Before I even give that out in a couple of weeks, I was thinking. Remember, I told, I gave y'all a hey, couple of weeks ago that Finn Balor was going to be on my list. Yeah, but, that's true. He did give us a warning. But I know I'll give you. I'll give y'all points. Like before I even bring it to the air, I, 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 in the group text, I'll let y'all know some some stuff of why. Why I can't stand him. So y'all, so when y'all do come at me, we combat it. Y'all understand, like, <laughs> did you go to a house show he and you didn't sign your fucking WWE replica belt? Still holding that to him, man. <laughs> you little fan. Oh my Gene, do you have a Gene? Do you have a replica belt? I got an actual Stone Cold Steve Austin real replica belt. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's dope. That that is fire. That's my, my, my skull. Yeah, my boy. I can show it to y'all right now. My boy I think bought a replica it for me. Um, would be fun to have. Yeah, no, nah, I'm buying my not the one current too, ones, man. not the current ones. Nah, 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 nah. But I got the smoking skull <laughs> belt, man. That's one of my favorite, yeah, one of my favorite belts sick. of all time. Triple Just H the way H it gonna looks. change the belts soon. Yeah, I that's what I heard. That's what I write. That's what. Thank God. If he hopefully. had a say in the NXT UK title, and now he's doing these titles, it's the UK great. title sick. I like Every title, title he's created, the UK title is the best title in wrestling. No, currently, currently, no. currently, I love the AEW. AEW big belt is the old New Japan belt was the best. Looks good. The, the old, old New Japan, Japan belt, belt was, was the best, and the oh, AW I love the old belt New Japan belt closely, too. Yeah, it closely re- uh, resembles. I think there was we're one talking about A, one B. Era, right? We're talking about modern era, right? Just yeah, yeah. All time. current, current. All I guess time. the I guess the UK belt isn't a current belt because now all it's time. Dead, but I still love hey, that. Hey, 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 we we can make this a list too. I love we can make that. This list also. You're right, Japan belt. Oh, that New Japan belt was pretty of course, sick. The wing it, belt it, was, too. it meant something. Right, really we can get back something. to business. Because yeah, Americans it, didn't hold that belt like that. Only like five Americans held that belt. Every, now. Like, everybody listening, yes. just know you you have a treat for, for the next episodes. We're going to do underappreciated talent. The next two episodes. Underappreciated will be next. And then, and then the we're going to do the belts for sure. Yes, for yes, sure. Yes, yes. We're going to talk. But uh, continuing on Clash of the Castle. Uh, what was your favorite? What was your favorite match? Besides the Intercontinental, because I feel all of us like that match the best. What was your favorite matches? Seth what was your favorite match besides that? Seth and Matt Riddle tore the house down. Yes. Literally. I've been yes. I've been excited about that match since it was announced for SummerSlam. Yeah, me too, me too, me too. Yeah. And then it was it wasn't gonna be on SummerSlam, and I was like, fuck, man. Like I really wanted to watch that, but now it was it was worth it. I love the it. It was definitely that. worth it. Yeah, oh, maybe it was good. The main, the main, event. Event, was good. I, the the main, main event, event was like literally perfect. It had me. It was it had me. Yeah, when Solo came out, bro, like Dave Seb called, think, Seb called it, it, but at the same time, like I really thought Drew was gonna win, and uh, yeah, I mean, me he's too. Finn me Balor too. take makes me just want to give him a Glasgow kiss. <laughs> that <laughs> Glasgow kiss, that. it's so good. Yo, that Glasgow kiss, yo, yo. Whenever he does it, is I always believe that person's really getting fucked up from that shit. Like, what yeah, the hell? He does it he well. It whatever, good. whatever he fucking slaps when he does it, like Stops it sounds side. so yeah, good. I mean, he's believable with everything because you know, he's, yeah, it's he's the, whatever he slaps, so he's a psycho, and he gets yeah, he very close to whoever he's kicking, and then also he looks like a fucking Greek god. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, no lie. I wish they bring back the cycle. Um, the cycle. Drew McIntyre. I think yeah, that cy- comes back cycle. when he eventually, sometime, goes heel. Because so, yo, that, that, 
his entrance oh, with the broken that dreams? Yeah, yes, that's, that's, yo, my boy Sean no. loves that one. He was loves not. That it was not good enough for me because he should have came thing. out to the fucking song. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, no, have no, came no. Out I'm in that camp. Too. I'm in that camp. New, it does. His it does. New no, no, no. Listen, also slaps. It's not it broken does. dreams. It's one of my favorite entrance songs. Maybe my favorite entrance song, actually. But he needed to come out to it. He did. But he wasn't winning the title. If he was winning the title, yeah, I would have made true. That would have been a lot that when we get off. But the thing is, though, is <laughs> that here's that the thing tonight. The only place oh, that's that like that really fits is at this show. Because like, yeah. yeah, you have him do that. Then you shouldn't have him use that until he wins the title. Uh, Triple H wanted to make you believe that he was going to win that night. Yeah. Get, in my opinion, if you really want to make him believe, then he should believe, come out to the song. You believe, though. It I know, but you're going to believe even more if he actually comes out to that song. No, but they gave it to him. They gave him a long. They, 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 made, they, yeah. they played out the whole. Uh, yo, just yeah. out of time. Yo, that's just, just so dope. Yo. Also, shout out to oh. the fucking crowd. Because yes, they sang yes. everybody's entrance song. Amazing. Especially I've the never, the they sang awesome. like all of Edge's UK, song. UK people love to sing. Yeah, yeah they do. Because they love their chants. I think, let's review Clash first, and then I have a point I want to make. I mean, we pretty much I mean, did. I was going to say, did. we, we okay, pretty much fair. did. You can we make down your the point. Whole car. I thought it was a great show. It was a good show. No, but go ahead, uh, Dave. I, I think, maybe not Clash of the Castle, because it doesn't necessarily fit, because it's, it has. It would have to be in Cardiff. I think you have to have a UK show at least once every two years. Yes, yes. I don't. Yes. A Triple year, H got that they, oh, a year, conference. maybe. You're ruining the nostalgia of it if you do it every year. Every yeah. eighteen months. They used to do it every year. It used to be insurrection, man. I, I, I'll I'll give y'all a little info. Triple H said in that in that uh, press conference, he said they will do some type of clash thing. Will it be in Cardiff every year? Probably not, but they're gonna. He Should wants to go be. to different locations and do a clash. That way, you raise the revenue for the city and yeah, all that. All and the, in, the independent scene in every city that you go to, whenever there's like a big WWE show, is always popping off. Like WrestleMania weekend, there's always a ton of yeah. shows in the same city. When they they're gonna do, Vince McMahon, uh, Vince McMahon stopped that in 2019, 2018. Yeah, he told um, I think it was Tampa. He told him straight up, no other promotion. Is going to be running a show this weekend while we're in town, Crazy. or else we're not going to ever, ever come back here again. I and bet so the, Tampa, I bet the, uh, I bet the independent scene in Saudi pops off whenever Crown Jewel comes by. <laughs> oh, the independent in Saudi. I bet the shows open up with somebody getting their fucking head cut off. Oh yo, first God. of all, me and Vince, we already got a show ready to be. We already got the headline is already popping over there. We already got it sold over there. We got a show coming for y'all, man. Seb created, it's not called Crown Jewel. Speaking of Saudis, uh, non-wrestling related, but Sebastian created the live tour of uh, fantasy football today. Yeah, he oh, told me yeah. about it today. <laughs> <You've> been, <laughs> Dude, the second been, you said auction, I was like, oh, my God. Jay and I, I hate auction leagues. Jay and I have been in this uh, league, in our high school league, for since sophomore year. And we hit the breaking point this year. It was with a the, mess trying to schedule a draft, and it's always a mess. And it's just like I was in there once, and I said, "I'm out of here." I'm not. <laughs> and it's kind of sad, but yeah, we're all. We're was all, that the year that you won, Seb? Because if it was, I think I was in that league. No, that it wasn't, wasn't the that high one. It wasn't league. that one. Okay. That was I was a commissioner of that league. <laughs> no. I paid Seb. 
<laughs> I paid Seth for it like five years he, later. He paid me so late. <laughs> it was when we went so to the he first AEW. That you paid it, was, him. it was when we went to the first AEW show. Wow. Yeah. Seth had gotten the tickets, and I was like, wait a second. I never Dave, fucking man. paid him. So <laughs> I added. Wait, the winning purse, like per person, it was 10 bucks per person. I think I sent him 20 bucks for it. He did. So you tell me I, Vince's hush money got paid out before <laughs> you got paid out? What the hell? Yo, let me find out. Yo, the hush money got put up. You know what I'm saying? No, but there was interest. There was a, hey, he made more money off of it because, you know, like inflation yeah. and shit. Yeah. That's why I gave you 20 because I figured inflation brought that rate up from 10 to 20. I appreciate it. At least I remember you paid me. There's someone who tried to call bullshit in our chat today. He said he paid me. He did not pay me. <laughs> who was that? G- Gabe. Now, nah, I'm not going to say no names on this podcast. Just said Gabe. He, uh, no, no. Was, Gabe knows who it is. Christian Adams. Yeah. He's not going to hear this. Yeah, he put his gov out there. Yo, Christian Adams, we're coming for that money, boy. It's Christian Adams. We're coming he is, for it, yo. He lives at 306 Negro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, yo, I'm being there early, yo. Kicking uh, in the door. I want my money. Make it my 10 bucks, bro. His body but, slam take of the week is Gene's going to body slam him and then take his money. Before we move on, fellas, I want, to just, I want to just mention that the worst match at Clash of the Castle was the SmackDown Women's title. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was Liv, Liv Morgan and Shayna Baszler. That's Yo, when I started was watching. Solid. The build Liv up was Morgan, solid. The match. It, Liv Morgan needs to go. That, uh, it's a wrap for her. Thank we're, we're thank not falling you. for this thank anymore. You. Thank you. Uh, I've been Thank saying that you, on this podcast every week. You have, you have, no, you I have, haven't. but Morgan. I don't think I've ever said her name. No, nah, last, none of us have. last but fall, yo. you tried to put her on the list for, for fantastic woman in WWE. Huh? I said, cut that right now. You, yes, you, you Who? tried to name Me? Liv. Yeah, you. yeah, you. Well, I don't think she's that bad. She's not that. When we were talking about AW's like, woman, you put her up there. You that was like one of the fifth names. Well, like the no, fifth name you brought. we had Liv's like what was Liv like twelve on our list. Liv is not on my list. I only got <laughs> for, well. No, eventually, Mandy is over her. Mandy's over her. Mandy Rose. That women's match at World's Car. Mandy is really a better wrestler than her. I would say that the women's match was really list. good. By the way. Number one on my no, I Mandy's better on the mic it. than her too, and Mandy's not that great on the mic. You can ask Gabe. I've always vouched for Mandy Rose, even when she was on SmackDown 2016. I'm like, she's she's mm-hmm. nasty. She can wrestle. Yeah, yeah, Mandy Rose. Her mic skills are whack though. Her mic Mandy skills. Why do you think she, Bailey. Why do you think she was promoted number one on NXT 2.0? Yeah, she she's got good. Money. Um, but yeah, that that's pretty much Clash of the Castle. We all think it was successful. Let's get to yes. the other side Best of the show of the week. Yeah, we can wrap it Best up. Best show of the week. All out. All out. We'll wrap it up uh, with our thoughts on the pay per view this uh, this weekend. We're going three minutes a match, so it doesn't go four hours. We're not even. We don't even need to talk about. We're not even going to go match by match because listen, it was fifteen matches. I was a little tired, not completely tired, uh, but it was just too much quantity over quality. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I wasn't tired. Seb, we talked about this. We watched it with somebody else who's a casual. I wouldn't say I was tired this time around, which has happened in the past. I was bored. I was yeah. bored with all those matches. Stop throwing. I'll go through the list real quick. Somebody else can talk. I, I, have, I have the list too. Um, stop so, putting um, stop putting the, the fucking mixed tag match up there randomly. I don't care about that. Just well, that, was, that was the pre-show. Call it a day. That, that was, was the on the pre-show. Oh, but, uh, I didn't even know they had a pre-show. Yeah. yeah. I was there like yeah, there oh, were like okay, three okay. or four matches on the pre-show. Because the 15 matches, matches the pre-matches or the 15 matches included that. 
Oh, and include, okay. <sighs> I well, think, even, even I still, think. there was a lot of there was too many matches. So there's 15 matches. There was five singles matches or six, I guess. If we're or 15, including the pre-show. I guess. Oh, so I six because the Eddie I Kingston think. was a. That was a good match. Eddie Kingston was pre-show. I don't that think one third of your well, matches. He's in trouble be, right now. One third of oh, yeah, your matches that, shouldn't be singles. Yeah. Yeah, that's... you should have more singles matches in there. Um, well, it's because they got they fucked. They want everybody to be on the show. That's why. Exactly. I was just about to say Tony's trying to please everybody. That's bullshit, though. It's not even. Is this at WrestleMania or is it um? Double I was gonna say it's not even WrestleMania, but it's they treat it like is, but it's not. But they do this every pay per view. They do it every pay per view. So I had the ladder match, which was whatever. It was basically just to set up the MJF shit later in the night. Yeah, trios match. Let's let's get positive real quick. Trios match might be my match of the year in terms of just wrestling and that shit. That tournament was I great. Get to see it, man. It was insane. I recommend watching it. Honestly, go watch it, Gene. I'll send that you trios a- match on freaking Dynamite was fucking. I told this you this was I even better in my opinion. Was awesome. It was better than that, Gene. John Silver was- Black. Because oh, Will Ospreay is the man to me, man. Like, Will Ospreay is the man. So Dude, trust Kenny. me, trust me. They did their job. Oh yeah, you know you know Kenny's number one. Kenny Black down this match. People forget that the Dark Order, like the wrestlers there, they they can go. Yeah, it, especially that match is crazy. And Uno, especially Even John Uno Silver. What? You talking about big, a negative John Hungy? It's something about John. I don't like because he's small. Yeah, he's I mean, tiny. Oh no! I said I to Seb, like- if he was bigger, he'd be world champ someday. But no, what are you talking about taller wise? Because he's a fucking jack dude. Taller, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is. I feel like. How should I say? I feel like because there's some of this dude at the gym said too. Like, he he tries to be liked or he tries to be too funny when like really like is I don't know. I I feel like he's just overdoing it. He's ODing too I get much. That. When, he, when he's on camera, he's ODing it too much. I I get you. Part of me feels like it's an ironic thing. Like it's it's intentional that he's overdoing it. Yeah, because mm. it doesn't. Cr- I don't. I don't cringe at him. Like I, I would. No, I'm others. not cringing. I'm not cringing. It's just like. Yeah, I think he's um, just O'Dini. I think the time for All Out was also allocated pretty weird. Seven o'clock, uh, eight o'clock. No, no, eight o'clock, no, no, right? no, 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 not the start time. I mean, like the the match times. Some matches yeah. that were super long didn't need to be super long, and some matches were really short when they didn't need to be really short. Like Ricky Starks and uh, and Hobbs for the few that they had, they only went five minutes. Yeah, it was a quick squash. <laughs> Oh, but you gotta realize, dude's super huge compared to Ricky Stark, so you know that's what they're going with. That's 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 funny. The person who was watching with us also said the same thing. He's a casual. He was like, he's not gonna beat. Real <laughs> <hot>. <laughs> and I feel like I know. I feel like Ricky Starks can get losses and still. Yes. Still contend for the belt. I feel like I agree. Hobbs needed to get that win over Hobbs Ricky Starks do. on a pay per view in order to, to keep everybody intrigued in him to keep him like his his nostalgia like all right he, he beat him in a few blah 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 he churned on him and beat him because if he lost after he churned on him it was like big ass hogs blah blah you gotta see that point of view because I, I feel like Starks is gonna take losses and he's still gonna try to get that title he's still gonna be in the title contention he's that good it's because everything outside, yeah good. everything outside of the ring when it comes to Ricky Starks is just so good yes yes yeah true but go uh, ahead, keep going yeah, we had that match. I just thought it was a little too short. That's all. But the right person yeah. won for sure. Yeah, I thought the FTR Motor City Machine Guns match was way too long. The um, match is whack. That could have just been on Dynamite. Motor Machine Guns suck. You guys, I was never a fan of them. I was never a <laughs> yeah. fan of them on Impact. Uh, we're in agreement there. 
I, I was telling Joe, I was telling That's the guy the we were watching general with, too. Bro, I'm like, I'm just waiting for them to prove me wrong. Do one thing that's in, in intense. Do one thing that's that sets you apart from everybody else, and they don't. They do status quo shit in the ring. They're There's so basically bland. young bucks. Even when young bucks, yo, the young thing bucks is about this without the talent. I'm throw, no, 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 I'm gonna do a throwback on this because when they were both, when both so teams, they're just a tag team. No, 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 no. Young bucks stand out more than fucking motor machine guns. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, I'm talking about the way they, they way they talk, the way they dress to the ring, the way they wrestle, the way they sell, the way they do everything, the way they get the crowd into it is way better and way different from Motor Machine. When they both were on Impact back in like um 2007, I know I'm gonna have to bring it back TNA, blah blah blah. Motor Machine's <laughs> um Machine Guns was like, oh, you guys are basically us right now. Y'all trying to be like us? No, they were basically trying to be like the Hardy Boys, and they look like the Hardy Boys. First of all, they're better than you guys. The reason why I'm even watching this feud is because of the Young Bucks at that time. Yeah. I was like, oh, they, they... Motor City Machine Guns suck. Thank you. I, I was just never really... Motors. Never was a fan of them. Not even when um Shelly... When they when they broke off to become fucking singles and shit like that, I yeah, felt nah. bad for homeboy for messing up when, when Shelly um, destroyed his knee a couple of times. I was like, oh, man, that sucks. Blah, blah. But you still suck. Y'all suck together, and y'all suck not together. Why are y'all even here? Stay on impact. Go back on impact and go yeah. do that fucking. Y'all guys suck. Y'all, y'all they, is just generic. They literally bland. all all they do is showboating. Like they'll do a basic move, and then they'll sit there for two minutes. Ah, yeah. yeah. Look at me. Like what? Like bro, you're not special. They were doing that same shit back in 07, 07 and they were like, doing oh, it at the match. At all out. They, they, oh my gosh! Match. I'm glad to see that match, and I'm glad y'all both. I'm glad y'all don't like them either. They suck. <laughs> don't watch suck. it. D don't watch that match. I feel like it. for the women's, you could have picked either Jader in Athena or the four way to put one of those on a dynamite to save I, time on this yeah, card. Yo, how was that match? Yo, did did, did um, Cardell did she win? Decent. Yeah, she did won. that bitch win? It wasn't bad. Cardell I gave it two won. stars. I gave it two stars. That's bad. Real quick, I'll run down my line because I don't five by five. It'll, yeah, this right. will take 15, 12 seconds. I gave the ladder match one and a half stars because I thought all of the spots happened like before everybody was really it. it, it the match is meaningless until everybody's in the ring. So yeah. nothing mattered. And then they came out and cleaned house and fucking MJF, whatever. It's set up later in the night. So maybe I give that zero score. I don't know. Trio's match, I gave five stars. That shit was late. Jaden and Thea got two stars. The FTR Motor City Machine Guns match, I gave two stars. Hobbs and Starks, I gave two stars. The acclaimed Lee Scott, uh, the acclaimed versus uh, Keith Lee and Fantastic. Swerve Scott, I gave three and a half stars. Ooh. The women's match, I get the women's four way, I gave two and a half stars. Christian and Jack Perry, I gave two and a half stars just because the segment. Oh, the match was wasn't that good. Well, no, well, something <laughs> happened. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. All right, don't tell me. Jericho we'll and you. Brian. All right, let down of the night was Jericho and Brian. Absolutely. I thought it would be a banger, and it was it was a bummer. They just didn't gel. Like, they didn't gel. Yeah, it was two stars. Darby, the 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 three on three. So, that's a that I enjoyed. I enjoyed that stars. match. Two and a half stars. Two and a half stars. It, yo, it a, what the? It was fun. No, no, seriously, seriously. It was, like it was better than most of the stuff on the show. It just like, it was. There was no importance behind it. They had um, to follow big matches at that point. CM Punk Mox. I gave. I thought the main event was good. I gave it four stars. Five. That's not. That's that's awesome. Yeah, four um, out of five stars, yeah. So four, I thought the overall the show was whatever. No, overall it's basically two and a half star show out of five. Eh, right. It was it was it was because no, oh, from, two I'm, talking Gabe, I'm talking about Gabe. Yeah, because Gabe, if you yeah, if you, if you going off of his rating, probably go a lot of it was two, 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 two
you wasted my time with so much shit. Yeah. My, um, I have similar ratings to Gabe. The only difference is uh, the Jungle Boy and Christian s- stuff and the Fatal 4-Way with the women. Uh, the the woman, I feel like they had a hard time following the men's tag match. That oh, the, that the, sucks. The, 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 the acclaimed tag match was was really good. That was the acclaimed best match. It wasn't Undertaker Shawn Michaels arrested. I understand, but that, that was their best match, and that was Keith Lee and, and Swerve's best performance. And the crowd so was far hot, the company, hot yes. as hell. Hot as hell. So like the woman had to follow that. That match took the, a while to get going. And, That's and the crowd, the crowd wasn't into it when the woman got there. Um, and they were still pissed. After they because the, they know the backstory, they know the backstory on this fucking woman's match. That's why they were like, "Yo, no, 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 this. not not even that." They they were pissed. Well, I'm gonna end up spoiling you with this event. Go ahead. Uh, the, it's a podcast. The, the the crowd was pissed because the acclaim lost, but they really wanted them that night. And uh, come on, and everybody a, knows a, they a were lot. gonna lose though. They're not gonna no, just they're, give. They're, no, it was to the level that there were a lot of people uh, on social media saying that that might have been a situation where you call an audible. The crowd was so fucking hot for the uh, for them. Oh I, shit! I, I, yeah. I stick with I stick with Tony Khan not calling the audible. They, yeah, you don't have to do that. But yeah, I will crowd, say I was, was upset that the tag team finisher that uh, Lee and Scott did crazy. was crazy. Crazy. Um, oh, the stomp, uh, yeah. stomp mixed with yeah. the spirit. Was it stomp yeah. mixed with a spirit bomb or something? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Chuk. then the Jungle Boy and Christian stuff. I was a tiny bit upset, but the story has been furthered with that match. The long, I love term, that storyline. The long term storytelling was there. Over. Yeah, uh, Luchasaurus needed to pick where his allegiance lies. They protected, but I knew he was gonna do that. I knew they, he was gonna turn on, on Jungle Boy again because. They protected ahead, Jungle Boy because he got turned on by his former best friend. And now he's going to be even bigger babyface when he gets his vengeance at Grand Slam and beats both of their asses. And this dude Christian, a great part of that match, even though it was, it was quick or whatever. This dude Christian blew a kiss to Jungle Boy's mom right before he hit the unpretty on Jungle Boy. It was good shit. It, like, the, ma- the match served, <laughs> it served its purpose. Um, I'm not going to rate it, though, personally, because it basically wasn't a match like jungle boy got his ass whooped and then christian hit his finisher and that was it yeah yeah so. yo wow that's actually a good that's actually a good bookie because when like you said when he does when christian's about to get his he come up he's, on it's gonna it was be good big stuff. yeah it's gonna be big i, I actually kind of like that though you let him get his ass with let him know like the veteran was right the whole time like this and that and then next you know like nah i just got played too much of my emotions were in it and i wasn't fucking focused now i'm focused and i know what's ahead of me both of y'all bitches, I'm going to fuck both of y'all up. Exactly. I like it. But yeah, everything else, I mean, yeah, Gabe was pretty spot on. Uh, the main event was smooth. It wasn't the greatest thing I've ever seen, but it was it was a good match. It was pretty good. Yeah. And um, then the MJF thing to cap it off. And then the MJF stuff. But unfortunately, he's just not being talked about. I'm going to talk about you, Max. I'm going to talk now, about MJF you. is the man. I've been saying that. I said it. I said it. The way he came back was great. But I think, yo, to be honest with you, I don't, I think they, they should never did it like that though. Like we all knew who the fuck the fucking devil, we all knew who (laughs) was, we knew who it was, but just to do it at that night, like right after that, no, they should have did it on Wednesday. It it was smart because now MJF has, they they found a way for MJF to get directly to CM Punk and not go to the back of the line. Do we think CM Punk might have been a little more upset after 
because yes. MJF was more I'm over glad you in brought Chicago than he was. One, oh, they mentioned that. He, dude, they mentioned that. That's why Tony Khan said, no, he's going to be a heel. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there was a reporter that basically asked, oh, so are you guys worried that uh, Punk's hometown crowd likes MJF better, clearly? Why would you ask that? Like, yeah, wrestling it, media is just a bunch of bullshit. It's just like, that's not... Like you're trying Tony, to start that's not a question. That's just like, you mad, bro? Yeah, Tony right. Khan, No, 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 no. But Tony Khan answered that perfect, though. He said, whenever somebody, no matter heel or babyface, whenever they come back or something new's about to happen, the crowd goes behind it. They cheer it. So, no, he's still going to be a heel. He's it still was gonna a be good recovery. It was a it good was, Yeah, it was, it was smart how he answered that. That's why I said Tony Khan, like, during that whole scrum, he looked like he was scared as shit to say something, but on some shit, especially when it came to MJF, he stuck his ground and stood behind MJF, even though MJF called him a fucking mark. <laughs> Can I um run through? I just type in CM Punk on Twitter and run through some shit I've just seen. Yes. Uh, 30 minutes right ago, Brandon podcast. Walker. Not completely breaking. It's basically just backing up all of your claims. Uh, uh-huh. I reached out to a source regarding AEW CM Punk drama, and I can report that he said, and Quotes, quotation marks. Fuck you, you ignorant, inbred hillbilly. To <laughs> who? I, I don't it. know. I Probably. Love I love it. It's but it's like no. that's crazy. It's like, bro. You, that's this is what I mean by belligerence. It's not. It's like, Dave, you bump into me in the hall. <laughs> you you like step on my shoe or something. I stab you ten times. You had all back. white forces. Yeah, you go to Gabe. shoot up his family. Yeah, exactly. Like, Gabe, Jesus those were all Christ. white forces, man. On the first week of school, you gonna let fucking day step on your shit? You better go get that shit back in blood. Here's another one. Chaos ensues when a backstage brawl between the elite and CM Punk causes John Moxley to spontaneously bleed from his forehead while he's driving home from the arena. <laughs> Yo, speaking of spontaneously bleeding, Samoa Joe on All Out. Yo, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> this dude was bleeding out of nowhere. Um, AEW expect blood. But yeah, uh, yeah, CM Punk, you know, I defended him with this, but like he is doing a little bit. He's he's doing too much. Yeah. There's a little anger issue there. It's just CM Punk. You don't gonna, say that. CM Punk going to end up having a dark side of the ring special about how he ruined <laughs> AEW. Let's be honest though. CM Punk is one of those guys. He, yo, he doesn't hold back. He always he says what's on his mind. He said oh, it in the hey. WWE when he was younger. He said, I'm talking about even before the whole pipe bomb. Go back to that Jeff Hardy shit. He said what he had to say outside the ring and inside the ring. Triple H said what he had to say. Even the fucking um after the whole SummerSlam when um the Kevin Nash got input, he said, Why the fuck are you even here? He said that live There's on plenty WWE of Raw. Part, but that's what I was that's what we we're saying earlier. It's like CM Punk did a million things, said a million things similar to what Hangman said about the Cole Cabana situation. No, but he fucking CM came Punk, Kevin Nash. He but he didn't come out the with blue with it, though. He, 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 he asked for permission. He literally did the same exact thing that Hangman did. He went on live TV, and maybe maybe he wasn't going in for business for, for himself. Maybe they told him that he could say it. He literally went on national TV and referenced Colt Cabana by name after they fired him. Yeah, yeah and oh, fuck. Did he not do the exact same thing? It's a double-edged sword. Somebody, I forgot one of y'all said that. I think one of y'all said that to me. Yeah. Y'all or... Nah, Gabe, it, the this goes back to Gabe's uh, point um, episodes ago when we were talking about the Sasha Banks thing. 
you can speak your mind. You can wear your heart on your sleeve. I, I'm a person who loves when people speak their mind, but at the same time, it's a double-edged sword because it, it's not professional. It's, yeah. it's not professional. I'm like CM Punk, y'all. I, I say what's on my mind. I don't go fuck. But I at too. the same time, but at the same time, no, like you said, right place, right time. You do, yeah, right place, right time. Good with the bad. Like you can't always say what the fuck's on your mind. Sometimes you gotta hold it in and wait for the right time. Shout out that hey, cupcake. CM Punk. Shout out that muffin or that cupcake he was eating. Can't fuck around. Oh yeah, yo, he ate, it wasn't just one. He had like a whole fucking. <laughs> yeah, you still can't remember. But I'm gonna read a couple more tweets here. Wait, you were saying something about how uh, Punk was in a similar situation to Hangman. And yeah, I, I had like a, I had like a four more examples of him just being belligerent. Um, on the mic and shit back then. Oh yes, like just back to st- backstage stuff with him talking about like him being like, "Hey, I'm the locker room leader." I'm what the, the lo- fuck? I'm the lock. I'm the locker Those room leader. Those were the crickets that were. Who was crickets? I remember thought they fucking hopped out of his ear. Hilarious. <laughs> I'm the locker room le- leader. You guys got to follow what I say, and he'd say shit like that. Uh, everybody needs to pick up the trash. Um, there I've heard stories of him saying giving Jericho and Ed shit about watching Canada in the Olympics um, instead of getting ready for their match. And then fast forward to the Blackhawks and the Stanley Cup. He's doing the same exact thing. He actually showed up to He's always been coming at his elders. And now he's the elder and he wants to like flip it around. But real quick, just just a grumpy old man. AEW without CM Punk will take a significant hit, but they will survive. AEW without the elite will strip the company of its identity. I don't know. That's a, I, mm. I feel like they could still, they, even though they'll strip their identity, they'll still be very good. With nah, I, don't I know won't be because... watching like that anymore if there's no Kenny Omega, no Young Bucks, no Hangman. No, no, no. no. If, if, I can watch without I don't Young think Bucks, Hangman would without, be included. Without Hangman He'll probably walk, Kenny, though. Because it was yeah. kind of hard watching it without MJF. I, I told you all. I said this show's kind of whack without MJF. That's it's true. Been, it, I said that, and I said he's coming back at this pay per view. I did call it too. I did say he's gonna come back. They were missing a I lot. I thought he was gonna fight CM time though. They were missing mm-hmm. mad people. They were, they were missing, missing Kenny at the same time as MJF. They were missing uh, CM Punk. Oh, Brian. Oh yeah, that's why you can't suspend him. Of course, now, the show's man, better. Now it's gonna get better. MJF, don't get me wrong. Um, you can't. You can't. You can't suspend him. That promo after they leave though would be so sick. <laughs> yeah, but then like the, let's be real, Triple H is not picking up the young bucks. He don't want no, them. He'll probably no. he'll probably take he'll he probably did take want them at one point. He no, did. That, that was at one point. That was at that, a brief 2013 point. But then he never pursued him, never wanted to pursue him again. Yeah, he, there was another time they, they, they were thinking said, about it in 2000. No, but before uh, Elite, um, before they had AEW um the show coming out. They did um and like entertain the fact like yo we might do it and Triple H said yeah. no I'm good Triple H said no he said no I'm good no in 2019 they had they had a decision to make they either had to make their own wrestling company or they joined the WWE and they chose the latter and I'm glad they I did mean, not that the latter, because sorry they chose the first option that's why I'm glad I'm glad they did this man because like this is what wrestling needed they needed another we, promotion we did we definitely did need it um that was an impact I don't I don't think Triple H uh holds a grudge i think if the bucks were free agents he would definitely seek them no nah, because you got Actually, better taxi you don't, you don't think your... cody you don't think cody's gonna vouch for them no no 
Yeah, they had they, had I think they, yeah, they that's had like true, a, that's a true. bad falling did. out. And let's be honest with you, they try to say we didn't need you, Cody, to um for the for the first ever sold out pay-per-view they had before um Elite Wrestling took off. They said they didn't need you. He promoted the fuck out of that. A lot of people, because of what he did in New Japan around that same time, Cody how is he, the reason like, why they exist. Thank Pretty you. Pretty sure Matt calls this baby ugly. Yeah, yo, I'm telling you right now, like, if it wasn't for him, like, nobody gave was, was giving really. Jericho wasn't gonna come to Elite Wrestling. If it wasn't for Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes said, "Yo, this isn't it. like that's true. We got something brewing." And he was like, "Yo," he said, "I see it just like I seen when your dad, when your dad had WCW. I'm gonna follow you. I'm, 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 I'm all, I'm all in with quotation marks. I'm all in on this because Jericho said it. If it wasn't for Cody Rhodes, he probably would have never looked at this. Person. He would have went right back to WWE. That's true." Nobody has so any like, problem thanking the guy who signs the checks, but don't forget who built this bank. Yo, yes. you stay keeping that Cody quote in the back of your mind. Because that's a great promo. We were there for it. That it's promo true. was good. No, it's straight up true. But at the same time, it's like, yo, the young bucks is like, <laughs> oh, right when um Cody Rose was leaving, like, yeah, we we don't need you. We don't need you. Like, we could do it without yeah, all they we were need doing, is they were doing too much. We were all elite before you even came on the board. Like, no, no, no. Let's be honest here. Bullet Club was good. And Kenny Omega, when he decided, like, you know what, hey, um, AJ Styles, I'm gonna start my own little group. We're still gonna Sweet. be together. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was all elite. Yo, Kenny Omega made all elite. Like, everybody liked the young bucks because they were funny with it. But so let's be real. They, I like they did. I, gar- they garnered a lot of attention for themselves, <laughs> and and Cody did help that for sure. Um, but yeah, I I don't think AEW gets off the ground without Cody's input. Because uh, out of all of them, Cody was God. the one who who was really on that was the my thing of like, let's go challenge WWE. <laughs> let's make podcast this a thing. Going on exactly. Cody was the one who was leading the revolution. With all that stuff, but everybody was behind Cody. Everybody was feeling it. I don't think Cody needs to remind us fifty million times that he's like we know. Yes, that's it. Got annoying. It got old. It definitely got annoying. But yeah, I mean, is there any extra thoughts? I mean, I feel like I got all my thoughts out on the pay per view. No, you did. Dave, I might have to call it close because my shit's dying. I stand Cole Cabana. Yeah, I'm all set. You stand with Cole Cabana. I also share a bank account with my mother. <laughs> nah, man. Yo, first of all, first of all, he was using CM Punk, man. He used CM Punk. Yo, Cobain is like the money thing was yo, like jarring. Like, okay, you 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 were probably the good guy. Cabana's in this situation a loser. If you were paying, you were literally for this his guy's... sugar daddy. He's a loser. He's a loser for that. Yeah, if you were like paying Cole for Cole everything, Cobain is a whack did, person, dog. Cobain. His only Cole good Cabana. fucking episode of his podcast is when CM Punk came on there for the three hours of talk. Seriously though, no one was bu- was. Listen he's in the dark the order. We 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 fuck with the dark order, right? He's a he's a fucking goof, man. Like I, I yo, think when they should put the, the strap on him. All right, <laughs> we're wrapping it up. I'm telling you, this is setting up for a Cole Cabana baby face world title run. Thank y'all for listening to the podcast. Cole Cabana and uh, QT Marshall. <laughs> the dark order. Join the dark order. Uh, oh, don't AKA, get me started with QT Marshall. AKA, AKA oh my God. Connection Media. We are also the dark order. You can join. Mm. <laughs> Follow our cult. <laughs> Join uh, the connection media. It, it was great. I, I just wanted y'all to know the truth. Now you know the truth. You form your own it opinion. Seb, Seb still doesn't watch Rampage. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it, yo. I knew it. He, yo, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don't cut me off. Yo, the funniest thing. Yo, the funniest thing a couple of weeks ago. Yo, Rampage did it. They got this, the biggest view of all. I'm like, yo, how good. many times did you, how many times did Seb watch it to get that rating up past that mill? 
That's crazy. How many times did you watch it? It was That's good. Crazy. The wrestling was good. It Y'all was missed some good when, matches. It was funny, though, when you did, like, defend it for, like, 30 minutes, and then you were like, I'm going to be honest, I haven't watched it in, like, a month. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there laughing my ass off. Like, fuck you, serious? Because the go. content that's on there is garbage. Random. Here's what I'll say, though. Here's what I'll yeah, say. Yeah. If I was a kid, I said this before on the pod, probably. If I was a kid, I'd be watching Rampage every week. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I used to watch we're just, we're, we're adults. We're not going to fucking watch a show on Friday night at 10 p.m. every week. Yeah. 10 p.m. is a ridiculous night, time man. slot. Or like, I don't know. Or like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> It's I'm being real. I watch, yo. I watched Shotgun Saturday night. I watched Sunday Night Heat as a kid. I watched, yo, that series. I stayed up. I watched Velocity. Watched that, like sat- that Saturday main event. I watched that. E- oh, ECW everybody, everybody watched Saturday Night main event. Not even Saturday Night main event. Oh, I'm nah. I watched Saturday the NXT stars. game show. Ugh. Yeah, that's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, watched. Yeah. Seb, what we were watching on the network? We would watch a uh, table for three. We watched uh, table for three. Got that was good stuff. <laughs> to got swear. Swear. Table for three was really good. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Only oh, two God. episodes were straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying every episode was a banger. I only watched like a few of the episodes, but they were. What really was good. the other show that? There was like, another show that showed the behind the scenes of NXT. Twenty four called. It was fantastic. Twenty four was great. Oh, twenty four was awesome. But no, awesome. it was it was this it was this documentary style. Chronicles, backstage. Chronicles, Chronicles. No, not Chronicles either. It was strictly honestly about they NXT. hit with like ninety five percent of their documentaries. Yeah, they do. Their, yeah, their backstage do. production is so on. The legend one was ill on fucking Yokozuna. I was like, damn man, that shit that shit was rough to watch. But I love the count. Remember they used to have the top ten countdowns and they just stopped. Yes. They had the rivalries. Oh man, the rivalries um segments were good. I'm like, damn, why y'all stop doing that shit? Yeah. Untold story. That shit was good. Oh but my yeah, God. I can't remember the name of that show. You know, you know why? Because it wasn't that good, probably. And no, it was. It was really good. It was really. <laughs> I'm good. With I'm fuck with you. I'm, I'm mad. I can't remember it. But yeah, you gotta have to wrap this up, yo. Yeah, you wrap it up. It, yo, I'm wrapping it up right the, now. Yo, yo pin them. You gotta pin the episode. Pin the episode. One, two, three. Let's go. It's wrapped up. We're out of here. Cut, cut, cut it up. <laughs> Bye. Cut it up. The, tape is, the tape's still rolling. Cut the shit, Seth. We'll see you next week. <laughs> we'll see you next week. We'll hear from Gene Leslie next week. Cut <laughs> the shit. Oh, oh Tony. Christian Adams, watch out. Hey, yeah.